Welcome to 2020's first Yep Yeah Yes with Tamika and Marissa. I'm Tamika. <laughs> and Tamika, the real Tamika, really hates when I'm saying that. And um, I'm actually Marissa. That is Tamika. And New Year, New Crisis. How you doing, homie? I really wish you would leave that behind. Uh-uh. No, really. There's some things we can leave in 2019 yeah the last decade okay Mm -hmm. it's new year new crisis yes but (laughs) i'm tamika i'm marissa thank you that's (sighs) the last time you're gonna do that right please just please Uh, to make no promises so tell me what's going on how was your new year how was your holiday how how are you feeling how do you stand before me in the first few days of 2020 I'm depressed and my life has no meaning. So this topic, show topic, <laughs> is right on brand. Okay. All right. Um, I was telling you earlier, um, I, I was driving home last night and I, I wanted to cry, but it's like one of those moments where you can't cry. That's how much you want to cry. That is, it's, it's impossible. And then Mary J's song came on, uh, I Never Want to Live Without You. All of a sudden, I'm bawling. I just couldn't stop crying. <laughs> and, and it wasn't the ugly cry. It was just like, it was like Denzel Washington in glory standing there. <laughs> but I was sitting, driving, and the tears are just streaming. And I'm singing as if I wrote the song and it's about Casey from Jodeci. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, New Year, New Crisis. Same crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, what is it called? New Year, New Crisis? New Year, New Crisis? New Year, Same Crisis? Same Crisis. Same Crisis. Same Crisis. Well, I wanted to talk about this because there was a study done back in 2015, and the research came out of Warwick University, and it was a 50,000 adults, and it's it's about a happiness gauge. So it's about... um, finding that 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 happiness or lack thereof and it and it's it this claim that it starts hitting people at the low ages of 40 to 42 um and before being right risen back up again it's almost like in a bell shape uh at the age of 70 so you're at the age of 70 yeah so you're depressed again if you're at lucky 70 enough to make it to 70 I know, right now you all you like holding off to 70 and then boom. <laughs> but then there's wrap. there's an early 40s depression. But remember back in like when you're 20s, like the mid 20s depression as well, mid 20s crisis. Then there's 40s. But they attributed it attributed it to something. And tell me if you agree. Now they believe that it was very dissatisfaction, um, very uh, very dissatisfaction. Wow. That makes no sense. Uh, because I'm I'm paraphrasing and reading at the same time. Okay. Uh, dissatisfaction with unmet expectations. Do you agree? Dissatisfaction what? With unmet expectations, where where you thought you'd be at this stage, you're not there. So because you're dissatisfied with that unmet expectation, it's giving you a a mid midlife early midlife crisis. Well, that's been every day of my life. I'm going to let y'all know right now. I think I might cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I think well, you might too. <laughs> I, I'm really starting to feel a little emotional. Because uh, in my 20s, 
like you knew me in my 20s yeah most of my like the later part of my 20s we met we met when i was in my mid-20s i believe yeah like yeah mm -hmm. mid-20s I, I think i was 24 25 when we met and um i would cry every day every day i would call my mom hysterical crying and she'd be like it's gonna be like seriously depressed okay about when i think about what i was depressed about it's like really and now i can't even cry and it's worse than it was in my 20s <laughs> oh my god so what was the question <laughs> <laughs> so you agree with this study <laughs> I don't even remember what you said. Oh, I, well, I, Dissatisfaction with unmet expectations. Yes, my expectations have been unmet. <laughs> and I'm dissatisfied. <laughs> so, okay, so my eyes are, are watering. Please forgive me. I'm, I'm just, in addition to feeling like crying, my eyes are constantly like an allergy thing. They're always, they're always watering. Um, but anyway, so I think about, like, we're in 2020 now. Right. I think about the beginning of the century mm -hmm. to now not even a decade right 2000 okay and where i was in 2000 mm -hmm. okay and we can even go every five years okay um it's weird because i can remember every five years except for 2010 i don't i can't i don't have a memory of 2010 but i have a memory of 2000 2005 and 2015 Oh. For some reason, 2010, I can't think of anything significant. In 2000, I got a job with BMG. I made, which is weird, by the way. So, in 2000, I made the decision. Actually, I think it, actually I think it was 1999. Mm -hmm. Um, which is another pivotal year because I went. That's the year me and my cousin went to Times Square to see the ball drop. Cause oh we, wow! It's Y2K and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm a glutton for punishment because I was hoping something catastrophic would happen and I'd be caught in it like I'm weird that way <laughs> what that's I, the first I'm hearing I know this. it's the first you're hearing but I in my mind I was like I'm gonna you know be at the epicenter of yeah. catastrophe like I would never take myself out but I could be a <sighs> martyr <laughs> I know it's crazy oh anyway I know it sounds sick and then nothing happened we hunkered down in a, in a Dunkin Donuts the ball dropped and we went got on the train and went back to Long Island so that was fun. Did you see the ball drop then? Yeah. Or were you inside a Dunkin' Donuts? No, the Dunkin' Donuts was in Times Square, so we saw the ball drop. Oh, we okay, saw it, okay. Oh, like, wow. We were yeah. in there staying warm, and then when it was about to drop, we came out, watched the drop, and then made our way to the train station and got on the train and went back to... Was it Madhouse or no? It was no? Madhouse. Oh. It was completely chaos. I've never... I, and I will never do that again. Uh-huh. The only way I would ever go see the ball drop... Oh, if I'm in a penthouse somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's... There you go. Um... So that, so in, I put that up for a reason. Because you, you're remembering every five years. Oh, so, so in 2000, 2000, I I went out on a limb and I applied for a job that wasn't listed. So I, that's, it ended up being BMG. So mm -hmm. I got a job at BMG. And I that still changed, remember your hungry ass cover letter. That changed that, my life. Yeah, that was, yeah. That changed what I believed about myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I remember how happy my grandmother was for me it was just a great time my, my yeah. grandmother uh blanche and then 2005 uh you and i went to argentina the mm -hmm. beginning of the year like march yeah and that changed my life yeah because that was just like i i always had wanted to go 
the Iguazu Falls. Falls. It was just, and I, I made the decision. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I, and I did it. 2010. I have no idea. I don't. I can't even remember 2010. I don't. I'm sure I did something. What happened in 2010? I don't know. 2015. Um, my job, a dental was completely over. I basically got fired from from my job, and there you go. And now it's 2020. And last year, the end of last year, I I quit my job because it's too stressful. So now I'm just waiting to see what does this year have for me. Although I'm about to start Rome Foundation, which will allow me to travel the world. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Well, that's exciting then. But I haven't started yet, and I'm depressed. But but it's exciting. The new venture is exciting. You mm -hmm. have you have to. I know you don't like that word, but you very much should be looking forward to that venture that you're about to embark on because you're about to meet uh, people that you you have never had the idea of meeting before. You're in a new industry. You're doing something that you're very good at. I think it's very exciting. What the hell did I do in 2010? Maybe because it was the year of you. 2010? Weren't your kids born that year? 11. Oh, okay. Well, you're pregnant. Oh, I was pregnant. Oh, my mom died in 2010. Okay. No, 2009, she died. October 2009. 2010 is weird, right? It's like, it's like an in-between. You were pregnant Hold that on. whole year, felt like. That's you, what it felt like, yeah. yeah. Because, well, you got, we went to, didn't we go away that year? Oh, in 2010, we went to Ireland and Scotland. That's right. Yeah, we went to Ireland and Scotland. That was exciting. That was good. I had never seen sheep that had, like, you know, the two-tone sheep. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Oh, my gosh. I got to realize a dream, and nobody ever really knew this. I always wanted to see the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, right, right. But we went there. Obviously, there's no monster. I know that. But we went there. Yep. Um, I, you know what? I have a video clip of that. I'm going to, of, of, of us after, mm -hmm. I'm going to post the clip. Um, I have it on my phone from... from my rambling? Not my I was taking video yeah. the whole trip. Yes. I was taking videos so much. Yeah, I love. I posted I, something on YouTube too. It's got a few likes. Um, and not that it, likes matter. Likes don't matter. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. Yes, I did. I did. I did get pregnant that year. Um, well, start with you. Okay, so beginning of the century, 2000. Um, uh, my mom died. Your mom didn't my die mom in died 2000. No. She, oh. Beginning of the century, where was I? I was in college. I was at Suffolk. I was working at... Was I working at Koch yet? Yeah, I was working... No, that was in 2002. Where was really I? Doing I was, 2000, 2005, 2010. Okay, so 2000, I was working at Sam Goody uh, in college. Living it up. Just living it up. Is there anything that stands out that year? Uh, nothing that I'm willing to put on record. Oh, please. It's not that. You, you're not that. There's things that you could, you could share. No, just drinking, meeting different types of people, and just doing whatever I wanted to do. Not a care in the world, but thinking that I had every care in the world. Okay, so 2005? 2005. Went to Argentina. Met my husband. Uh, oh, worked at... Um, uh, Greenpoint Mortgage, bought my first house. It's a big year for you. Got a dog. Mm hmm. Uh, 2010. Uh, got pregnant with my twins. 
Oh, worked at an environmental firm, which I really did like but didn't like at the same time. Equally disliked and liked. 2015. Um, oh, wait, 2010, I got my, uh, my, my bachelor's dual degree in international business and public policy. <laughs> um, 2015. I don't think anything major happened in 2015. Right? I don't, I don't know your life like that. I don't know you. I don't know you. 2015, something must have happened in 2015. Same crisis. What is it? Same crisis. Maybe, was I working for the um, oral care company? Yeah. Working for, I really like that job. Did you start then? When did you start? I can't remember. I think you might have started in 2012. 2012? Because I started there in 2008. And I left in 2014. I started 2013 at the dental firm, but then when did I go to the oral care company? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about... 13, you said 14. oral? I was thinking... I, I think 2015, I left there and went to the oral care company. That was exciting. And then, of course, I left. And then now, what? I got... In 20, 2019... No, we're not talking about... 2020? Well, we talking about the end of 2019. The end of 2019. Into 2020. No. Uh... I got my master's in education. There you go. And, um, so what is your plan for 2020? For 2020? What, what crisis do you see that still continues to linger? Um, ah, I'm sure there's a crisis somewhere brewing inside, but I'm just, I'm very hopeful and happy and excited. I, I'm, my kids are healthy and getting older and our conversations are shifting and that's, that's exciting. They're asking different types of questions and that's very exciting. Um, How do you, so really quick, mm -hmm. and this probably should be offline. If you feel it is, you could just be like new, new topic. Okay. Um, your kids are they're at that age now where like you said they're asking questions mm -hmm. how do you tackle them asking where do babies come from um I don't are you scared no no I'm not scared because that's gonna happen and I'd rather them hear it from me but um, I don't I so I've a I've answered this question since they were very young, but in in a roundabout way, where I'll say um, some babies are grown in a tummy and some babies are grown in a different tummy, because uh, I, I introduced adoption very early. Um, so sometimes you somebody else helps you have your baby, and sometimes you have your own baby. So um, I I don't know. That's you deal with it when it comes. Yeah, as far as like oh like like the act. Right. I haven't. I don't know. Did you do you, do you watch the Real Housewives of New Jersey? I do, but I haven't. So, um, Joe and Melissa were having a meal with their kids, mm -hmm. and the the oldest daughter, Antonia, is about to go to high school. So I guess she's thirteen or fourteen. Mm -hmm. And Joe's shocked that she well, Melissa let her enroll in a class 
about sex education, right. which is appropriate at that. Yeah, with at that kids age. that are having sex at twelve. Yeah, which is scary, mm -hmm. but it's true, especially boys. Like, who are they sleeping with? These twelve-year-old, like, are they not like, always the twelve-year-old? Sometimes, yeah. Huh? It's not always a twelve, another twelve-year-old. Sometimes it's that's an what older, I mean. Yeah. It's like do you always hear boys' experience, and it's like an, an older. It's like really, like you were raped. You weren't. You didn't lose your virginity. You right. were raped. Like, but okay, just, okay. Um. So anyway, she did the the finger and the whole motion. Oh. And he was just like, he was mortified. Oh my goodness. Because she said that's where that's how they're made. Uh huh. I guess she didn't want to say it. Oh, okay. And so they both of their faces like, oh my god, they're, like uh, yeah. you can tell when kids are not prepped for TV. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Why did we let this? Yeah. This is a yeah. off camera type of. Thing. Yeah. They're like mortified. So I, I, I just, I don't remember. I think about like with myself. I don't remember my mom teaching me about um sex. It's like I feel like I always knew, but I didn't. But then yeah. they, I also had books. You know, I had this one book. I wish I could find it. It was a book. It was, it was a, a book about life, and it had pictures and everything. <gasps> it showed the breasts and wh what each part of the breast is called. It showed the genitalia area. It's like an, a science book, but it was for kids. It showed what each part was labeled, uh -huh. what it's called. It, it even showed like hearing. Where your ear canal, what each part, like every single part of the body. Like an anatomy yeah. book for the kids. Yeah, the physical and the internal part of it, skeletal part, mm -hmm. all of that. And then, you know, each chapter went into, like, so when it went into the genitalia and the breasts and cartilage and all that stuff, not cartilage, but went into all that, and then it proceeded to tell you how um, babies are made. But in a scientific way. Oh, like so sperm, it was confusing, zygote. but at the same time, it was like, oh, okay. Like, I got it, but I didn't. Huh. I probably was like eight or nine. I remember somebody in my kindergarten class told me what it was, and that babies come out of a vagina, and I was absolutely disgusted. I'm like, how could that even happen? Because yeah, like, you're possible? thinking like you're, you're a five-year-old body, and yeah. me as a five-year-old was probably the size of a two- or three-year-old, so I couldn't even imagine that. It's crazy. But anyway, I just I just wonder. I remember about... I remember I was looking at a video on my phone and my son was was my little guy was looking over me and he's and it was a puppy giving birth and he's like, What's going on? And I was like, Oh, she's having a puppies and I never really I didn't think about it. He goes, Wait a minute, that's how that happens? I go, Yeah. And he goes, They poop it out? And I was like, Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want to like get into that conversation. He's like, No, oh, that's disgusting. He's like, Did you poop me out? And I was like, no, no, no. I was cut. He's like, oh, mommy's pooped their babies. And I was like, uh, yeah. Because I, he was too young yeah. to know all of that. Like it was really just get it. that was that was too much. But it was just so funny to me how like I wonder like he, he still probably thinks that like probably does babies get pooped out. <laughs> Some there's something in him. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah. if you reminded him, he'd be triggered by that memory of the footage. Yeah, crazy. Wait, they poop out the babies? Yeah. I couldn't, like, I just didn't know what to say. He's Crazy. like, you put me out. <laughs> so, this is a new year, same crisis. Is there anything from 2019, a crisis? So, I, I Google crisis because we tend to, a lot of our words in the English dictionary are very um, dramatic. Yeah, misused, overused. Yeah, yeah. So, the connotation is stronger than right. it needs to be. Yeah, agreed. Or because because you can use it in different 
context? Uh, yeah, so um, it, it can be a time of intense difficulty, trouble, or danger, um, time, a time when a difficult or important decision must be made, the turning point of a disease when an important change takes place, indicating either recovery or death. I oh mean, my really, gosh, that, that's it ain't no crisis. Jeez. So, is there anything? No, I got no crisis. No crisis. Nothing, right? No crisis from 2019? No, not, not in that magnitude, no. Do I have things that I want to work on? Absolutely. I'm just embarking on a new industry, so of course I want to go further with that. I have desires and hopes that I want to fulfill. Um, am, I, am I exactly where I thought I'd be? No. But I can answer that question every two, three years. I love quitting jobs. I love starting new industries. I love going back to school and learning something new. So, you know, as much as I hate it, I love it. Um, but I don't find it to be a crisis. Thankfully, I'm, I'm at an advantage where financially I can embark on these things. So I'm not worried um, at the financial ramifications and impact that it has on my life. I'm, I'm dumb enough to try things, but smart enough to succeed at them to a degree, and then I'm bored and I leave. And that's a blessing, I have to say. So, I don't know. There's definitely things I want to work on. I, I, you know, you can never have too much money. So of course I want more money. Um, uh, I, no, you know what? Something I want to work on: less items. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. I was always very minimalist, and then something shifted, and I've been trying to work on that for a few years now. So less items, purging, getting rid of things. I want to do that, less items. And not value as many things. I think I dump my, my energy into things sometimes, and I'd like to not do that anymore. Well, you chose the topic. You said same crisis. So there must have been something. Were you talking about yourself specifically or the country? Just or the people? country. The country. Because I, I look at social media, which I'm not ready to delve into, you know, the trending topic yet. But I look at social media and, and so many people post when it comes to New Year, how it's like, um, leave these things in the past, letting go. The only way to move forward is to let something go. And that's not always the case. Not everybody has things to let go. Sometimes you need to hold on to certain things that even sometimes things that make you sad, there's sometimes there's comfort in that. And you don't always have to let things go. And you know, this new year, I'm going to X, Y, and Z. A new year resolution is not always a resolution. Sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a dream. And we've talked about this before. Goals and dreams are very different, very, very different. And when you can find a moment to marry those two things, then you've created a passion. But some of us are never going to be there. And that's okay. Yeah. I think that's okay. Um, and I feel like I'm going off on a tangent now because, you know, every time I see, because obviously I'm at that, I'm at, I'm 40 now. So I'm at that age where, where I. You're 41st year. <laughs> I'm 40. So I, I feel like, um, I, I see on social media my peers and you know some above some below meaning numbers wise 
my peers are going through something. What do you mean numbers wise? Like some are 38, 35, oh, 36, age. some are 45, 50, you know, so so age bracket wise, yeah. So I see, I, you can see it on people's social media. They have a way of communicating without sometimes always just using words. And I see them going through things and sometimes it's like, sometimes sitting still and being being okay you don't have to like the path that god put in front of you but know that it's there for a reason and find the reason and find the finding the why is sometimes just as important as getting through it um and sometimes the why is just simply as that's just what your lot in life is and accepting it and finding the strength in it and moving forward from that point but I know that's really hard it's easy for me to say because I'm constantly I've, I've said it before I'm in a position of privilege in so many different ways but does that position of privilege come with the fact that I know what my lot in life is and I just accept it and it is what it is is it a sunny disposition because I feel like there is no control or there is a some moniker of control and whatever I can control I change what I can't then it's not a problem. It is what it is. It's just a fact of life. So I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, I see that there is a shift in in the level of happiness, especially when I look at social media and what we call friends on social media. Looking at it, I see that there's a shift. You know, you have people that, that value things and show you all the things that they got for the holidays. And you see people that really could give a lick about monetary things and show you all the experiences that they're having during the holidays and here you are sitting alone or sitting in a room full of people and you feel alone that effing sucks too so it's i'm on a tangent i know that but this is what i wanted to talk about you feel me you get me i hear you i lost you i see i see the glare in your eyes no i'm just sitting here all depressed why because i'm thinking to myself like i don't know I don't want to start crying. So you go ahead and keep talking. Well, don't I? I well, if that's if that's oh my god, no! If that's the the reaction your body is giving you at the moment, obviously I'm not going to tell you don't cry, cry. It is that's the reaction I'm your body is doing. On the first podcast of the year, I'm bawling. I mean, I could look back on it at the end of the year and be like, remember when I was so upset? <laughs> well, that's good. That's cathartic. Crying is good. There's nothing wrong in crying. No, but it's like the things that you cry about. Sometimes right. crying, I have no problem with crying. I'm right. a crier. That's just, I cry when I watch soap operas. Mm -hmm. I cry, you know, there was a there was a video of this kid, young kid, right. basketball player. I don't know if you've seen it. It's going around and the kid, um, he's like a, like teen, like a little kid, like mm -hmm. elementary school, middle school, something around that age, and he had a teammate who was a little little boy, right? And he couldn't make a basket, so then he, the the big kid kept take getting the ball and giving it to him to keep trying, and finally the the short one made the basket, and the whole team like, yeah, oh my god, and I was like for that little boy to have the the wherewithal in his mind to get his teammate to get a, a point, I just lost it. I'm like, that's humanity right there. I might you start know what crying. I mean? you, that's what you want people to have compassion. Yeah. And that's why I love sports. My dad used to always tell me, he's like, there's, there's, um, the best basketball players are the ones that who are, that are unselfish. Generous. Yeah. Yeah. They pass the Generous. Ball. Yeah. The guys that keep the ball. Right. 
you know who they are in life. Yeah. That's very interesting. Anyway. I think of and, and but that's a, that's such a great like definition in life because you see the people that are just generous, even just lending an ear. Yeah. The generosity of what people have or or um so I I it's so funny. I I made I I got these scissors at the craft store. And oh I Oh my god, are they cool? <laughs> no, I'm about to tell you a human condition story, bitch. And um one of the ladies at work she was like, she was been, you know, like I see her throughout the day and, you know, we commiserate together because it's funny. And, you know, like I'll, I'll, I don't know. I think, I think I have a sunny disposition and I think I'm hilarious. So whatever. So she was like talking about these scissors and I'm, and every once in a while I'm like, oh, can I borrow your scissors? I'll give them back. You know, that sort of thing. And she was like, these are the best scissors. I can't believe it. So I was at, I was at a craft store getting, um, getting, uh, wrapping paper for the holidays and I saw these scissors and I was like oh my gosh how funny would it be if I put her name on it personalized it, and gave it to her oh she's gonna it's gonna be funny so I, I I did that and I wrapped it for her for the holidays and I was like listen I'm not trying to start nothing I just thought it was really funny she loved them she thought it was funny too and she was right. like this is the most thoughtful thing I've ever received my whole life this is so funny you're so sweet whatever anyway but it was like it's a pair of scissors. It's literally a pair of scissors with someone's name on it. But it's when you listen. It's when you take a moment to sometimes like a tiny mundane item that had triggered. Obviously, her bad day didn't get triggered because she couldn't find a scissors. She has three more pairs in her room. But it was just, it was that. It, was, it wasn't the scissors. It was the fact that somebody was so selfish they borrowed them didn't give them back and it it, it it steamrolled into other things but by taking a moment and taking that situation and making it into a joke you almost made that that reflection lighthearted, and that's i think what's so important about our connection with people you don't have to connect with a hundred obviously you want to connect with more uh more than one but you don't have to connect with a hundred people it's about taking the moments that we have with each other and making them really count. You know, we don't have to be together for three hours, but sometimes the impact that you have with somebody for 30 minutes is a lot greater. And just... Uh, you know, the thing I can say about myself is that I I used to, I used to be the type of person that really... Um, I wouldn't say thought about others. I mean, I, I did think about others. But I used to really make an effort to, like, especially with gifts, like, think about the person. Oh, you're and the so best gift giver, But I yeah. don't care anymore. Really? Like, I still do, like, with your kids for Christmas, I think that's the only gift this year that I really, like, really focused on mm -hmm. what they would want, as opposed to uh, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to get something? Yeah, like... You, like I don't know like I used to I, don't know. <laughs> I, I just I like I as I've gotten older mm -hmm. um I think my perception of people in life has been jaded and I don't give a shit anymore you're in the midlife crisis how is that a midlife crisis? Because that's not who you are. That's not the fabric of who you I are. Don't give a shit You're, but see, this is what I'm saying. No, no, no. You give a shit. You're I really just. Don't. But you do though. That's the thing. And I think that you're you're in that 
transitional phase. You're, you're, you're in that, the curve. You're in the U shape right now. It'll come back up. I'm not interested in it coming back up. I'm just, I'm sick and tired. I just, I don't, I'm sick. I'm tired. Like, I, I just, I feel like my whole life is, has been about, like, uh, like giving and being of oh my god my voice is starting to shake <laughs> I can't even talk today but it's just I don't know this let is it a out, horrible girl. show let it out girl no, I'm not trying to cry on the show but it's okay I just, therapy I guess you need to take over I think about so it but that's that's the thing that I think that we keep forgetting we have to allow ourselves um a certain amount of, oh my goodness a spectrum of of it's okay even even if you're in a place where you didn't think that you'd be it's okay and you have to allow yourself a moment to just say um it's not what I thought but it's it's still good it's still positive it's still something good comes out of everything I'm and just tired, Marissa. I'm tired. No, I know that. I you you mentioned that. I know you're tired, but you there's still just so much more to life than just where we sit. Things are just so much bigger. They're so much grander than than we expected. And just yeah. don't don't for, but see that's the thing you can't forget. And that's what's so so nice about a new year where it's it's giving you the opportunity to continue to grow in the areas that you feel you're not growing. Where am I not growing? That reminds me of a Friends episode. Remember when Rachel was like, how can you let me, how can I grow if you won't let me blow? Or how can I, what? Oh was, my gosh, where they where had the like, self-help book and like, yeah. you're a leaf blower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it was so, and then Ross was like, I don't let you blow. Like he had a look yeah, like yeah, he's like it's like, <laughs> like the innuendos there were crazy. Oh my gosh, that's um, so funny. So I think okay, so I'm gonna try to get through a sentence without uh, the waterworks filling my face. It's like ridiculous. I can't believe how I told you yesterday I could not cry, and now it's like all coming to surface. And I apologize to anybody out there that hears a, a shaky voice or whatever. I think it's just uh, when you. You just, I'm just depressed. But you I'm have, not depressed every day, but I just have moments where, you know, you look back and you're like, what am I doing? I'm trying to be for other people. For why? I want to, like, I want to be, I want to be there for other people. I want to think about other people. I think, like, so I told you how it's, like, um, uh, the end of, end of last year, like, I want to. I want to make time to go out with each one of my friends. Yeah. It hurts so much when they cancel. Ugh, yeah. It hurts. Yeah. I don't ask for much. Right. And it, then it feels pathetic. It's like, will you hang out with me? Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. And that's, that, that's funny that you say that because I think that that's the problem. And I, I, I'm going to transition a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to have a foot on. Yep, that's trending. And, and to the main topic, Sounds because weird. this is this is where this is where I feel like social media comes into play. Do because you tissue back here. Sorry. No, uh, no, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, you so good. We're social I use media. my sleeve. <laughs> OK, 
<laughs> I think about social media and how it comes to play because I think about so Maria Montessori. Which, Do you want to transition to it, or you just? No, I'm having. I yet. want a okay. foot. I want a foot on both, the and duality. then we'll yes, okay. and we'll transition after my diatribe that everyone hates that I do. So Maria Montessori is an Italian neurologist, and she studied uh, the brain and children um, as they're progressing to age five. Okay. And one of the things that she said was no television. And the reason she said that is because, it, but at the time, where I think television is a great educational tool, so I don't quite believe that, but I do kind of believe that when it comes to social media. And this is what I'm saying. We have to consistently remind ourselves that we are being bombarded. Look at all the friends, like I said before, quote unquote friends that we have on social media. On the platforms, we could have a thousand to two thousand touches. And a thousand to two thousand touches a day where we're only seeing either very positive or very negative. So you have consistent highs and lows. And as you're scrolling through, you see somebody on vacation and then somebody who lost their finger or cut their finger at a work accident. I'm better than that one, but I'm not as good as that one. I'm better than that one, but I'm not as good as that one. And I'm not as good as that one. Oh, and this one got all that free stuff. And look, this one got a new Maserati. This one got a new Bugatti. And this one, this one, this one, this one. New house, new this, new that. And this is, but these are a thousand to two thousand touches within a scroll of a day. How are you not supposed to be effing depressed? I, I just can't, I can't imagine how you get out of that unscathed. How do you sit in like, most of us that reported to an office, we all worked out of a cubicle. How do you sit in your cubicle where you're doing your mind numbing thing and you kind of just open, let, let's say Instagram quickly to kind of look through something as you're waiting on a call or you're waiting for an email back. And then you see all these people doing all these amazing things and you're sitting there in your cubicle and you're looking around and somebody just heated up some food that really stinks in the microwave. And you're like, this effing place. And all I did was sit on a packed train with two people that stunk and somebody who's doing flips for money. Like, are you kidding me right now? You know, it's funny because when I look at social media, I, I like I, I follow, I do follow a couple celebrities, but it's not really... I write, usually just check in almost. Mm-hmm. I follow the ones that I have been a fan of for right. forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But most of the stuff that I, like my friends and family, um, it's not that I look and say, oh, man, they're lucky they're this, that, and the other. I, I look at it more like for me personally, it's like I always think to myself, wow, you can make time to do that 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 and I said let's go to dinner and you're like I'm busy then I start to feel down on myself like right. what is it about me that you don't even want to break bread with me you you don't have there's 365 days in a year I and you're you busy for, every single day I asked you for half a one a third of a one yeah so that hurts yeah it always hurts but I try not to make it I try not to like focus on it too much but it's hard that's that's the thing when you look on social media when you start seeing that a lot it's and like, that's okay. that's the trending topic to, yep that's trending is social yep, media that's trending? yeah that, that, oh that's what it's, okay. it's social media is not that social right when you look at these amazing lives the collection of amazing lives that these people are having <clears throat> these are snapshots right and it's not always at the, that moment you know what i mean it could be like 20 months ago people were and like oh take me back Right. Oh, and or they'll put like a beach picture and it's snowing outside. Right. Or you're like digging your your car out of like three feet of snow. Right. And you're like this, and you're waiting for your car to get warm. So you open social media app and you're like this mullet effer. Yeah. In St. Bart's. Meanwhile. I know. 
I, I don't know. I just, I, like I said, the main thing with me with social media is, is I get, I, I never really look at like, like say Puffy. Mm-hmm. He has these great parties. Right. And I'm like, oh, that looks like it was fun. But I know if I was at one of his parties, I wouldn't have fun. Yeah. Because I'd be, I, my feet would hurt. Yeah. Like I've been to those kind of parties. Yeah. And I've been there and done that. So it's nice to look at mm-hmm. on, on the gram, but I don't want to want to do that. Right. However, if I have a friend that has a party and I don't get invited, invited. or if I see a bunch of my friends. All y'all went to lunch and you didn't invite me? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yes. Is, you know, or, you, or they yeah. do something that they know that I like. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. That gets that, me. That, that kind of hurts my feelings. Whenever I say something, they're like, oh, well, I didn't think that you'd want to be with us. Like, why? What What am I delivering? That's what I would say. I, I would just say, don't... what is it about me? Yeah. I have one friend. He's an actual mutual friend of ours. And he has not had time for me in over a year. Homeboy is constantly Constantly. Posted. And I'm like, really? Like, how do you not have time? And I just think to myself, bro, like... I years of of making time. Yeah. For you. I don't know. And your bipolarism, but okay. I don't know about all that. Mm, okay. Because I, I know people that have bipolar. That are. I have a, I have a relative who's yeah. bipolar, so I'm not gonna put that. Yeah. I'm not putting that title on nobody else. Mm, okay. Nope. No, you're right. You're right. It's unfair. But uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it just it's very it's, it it's, it kind of hurts my feelings. Because I'm I'm looking inward, like what is it about me? Yeah. That was not good enough. Yeah. And then you know you go into a trajectory of depression about yourself and. That's the U curve. Why, yeah. Why am Why am I not good enough? Why am I you know? And that's social media for you. You know I'll be on, I'll be on. Um, I don't go on Facebook as much as I go to Instagram because Facebook is too many like the it's more um more ads words mm. than pictures people have a lot to say yeah and it's just too political <laughs> especially right now oh it's just too much I, i'm you know. living i need to live in my happy but on, on on the other other one like it's just on instagram it's more just picture and you can scroll real quick yeah you know but i don't know it's just <sighs> social media but I, one thing we were talking about was the the black Twitter. That shit is oh, so funny. I love black Twitter. With, with the impending World War Three. <laughs> Let me just say this. <laughs> um, the whole situation when it comes to war and all that sucks. Yeah. But regardless of who's running our country, I always have confidence in our country. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a free country. The fact that I can sit here and criticize somebody in Congress. Oh, I my gosh. The yeah. Like, I'm not going to be beheaded. Yeah. You know, I might get some trolls. Like, you, like, I have before when I've said something about our president, you know. Really? Yeah. You just unblock them. Like, what are they going to do? Know. You know, you're in fucking Kentucky or wherever the hell you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's yeah. like, I remember when I said something, too, about... um. It was the the church. Oh, the, the church Notre, Notre Dame. Yeah. And this woman was like, that's history. No, it's Roman Catholic history. It's not world history. Right. It's it's important for because, you because you are Roman right. Catholic. But understand that there are other churches that are just as important to other people. Right. 
Yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. She, yeah. she was, I was like, wow, this chick is, anyway, and then you got in on it, and it was, so, but I'm not. I got fr- time. I got time. But I'm not afraid FYI. that she's going to come kill me. No. It's not the kind of Even society. Even if she comes, good luck. It's not the society that we live in. So yeah. I, with all that said, I'm I'm not nervous. But so when it comes to social media and black Twitter and comments and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like Twitter to me is the best platform to escape. Yeah. Twitter and you YouTube. Go, you go down <laughs> these vortex in, in, in Twitter and YouTube that, that you just didn't realize. You're like, you, and then you look at your map and you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> See, Twitter, I like Twitter better for the vortex in terms of clips. Uh-huh. Yeah, YouTube, yeah, yeah. you got to watch a whole video. It's like a little more. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, you see the, the, the little boy? This boy made $26 million. Don't even say his name, please. We don't speak his name here. Why? Because my kids swear that that could have been them, and I'm like, I ain't looking to put your faces. They've been saying that since she first started five years ago. I'm not looking to put their face up on social media like that. And I think they still use the same picture from five years. This they boy's do. probably like 12. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how old yeah. he is, but like, what's he gonna be pushing when he's 15? Don't know. Uh, nothing. Bulldogs? Retired. I mean, like what the hell? Retired. No, he's gonna be. Did push- you see? Did you see that? I don't know why when you said dildo, it just reminded me. I went on this like Twitter escape and somebody was like, they were like something something or I will, and then they put scissors like instead of saying like I will cut you, instead of putting a knife, they put scissors and they're like I'm not a lesbian, and it was just like everybody's like this post is a mess. It just went down like this. That's, that, and that's social media. And that's Twitter. I love it. Twitter is. Uh, I, I I don't know. Do you ever? But and the thing is, the people that are supposedly celebrities or, and like very popular. Do you ever kind of like get to a point where you look at somebody and you're like, are you still relevant? Like, what do you mean? I I, I need an example. Okay, because every like I know people keep thinking that I'm some hater, um, on certain celebrities. You are. Perhaps, but so Cameron Diaz is she still relevant? I think she's relevant to the people that care about her her family and her friends no they're they're fans that still watch her her movies and really i think so i think there's people you know with the with the introduction of like netflix and hulu and now disney plus really you know i don't know that your kids know who the hell she is well so cameron diaz just had a baby girl but why are you asking what does the relevancy have to do with i'm I'm Okay. okay so she tweeted happy new year from the maddens we're so happy and blessed and grateful to begin this new decade by announcing the birth of our daughter, Radix Madden. She has instantly captured our hearts and completed our family. While we are overjoyed to share this news, we also feel a strong instinct to protect our little one's privacy, so we won't be posting pictures or sharing any more details, other than the fact that she is really, really cute. Some would even say rad. From our family to yours, we're sending our love and best wishes Happy New Year and Happy New Decade. Sincerely, Cameron and Benji. So, was it a need for her to do all that? Announce it and then say we're not going to talk about it and post it ever at, at all? Or should they have gone the Eva Mendez route and just never even discussed it? Well, so I'm, I'm pulling up people.com. Uh-huh. And I guarantee you, if you want to know if someone is relevant even today... I just pulled it up. Who's on the cover of the page? Cameron Diaz. That go right there will tell you if she's relevant or not. Really? 
Yes, because if she was not relevant, she'd just be a blurb. But like there, there are certain facets of our. But she's also Caucasian, and I feel yeah. like she's going to always be relevant to the Caucasians, perhaps. Right. And Caucasians think they are the most popular, quote unquote. So, and People Magazine is they they are supposed to be the Bible of celebrity. You know what I mean? But for oh. for Caucasian people, but whether it's Caucasian, yeah. But what black, about even Mendez? Uh, well, she ain't Caucasian. She ain't but never Ryan had Gosling, she's never had the career that Cameron Diaz had either. Really? Even Mendez? I feel like Cameron Diaz is like that C-list actress. No, I don't think so. Really? Most of her movies were, were like, hey, like you want to go over the? How about we go? Yeah. Okay, you pull up Eva Mendez, Discog- I mean, IMDb, IMDb movies, and I'll pull up Cameron Diaz. Okay. And you can, you're going to be like, oh, that's right, she wasn't that. Oh, yeah, Eva Mendez had, like, two movies. <laughs> <laughs> Eva Mendez had like, Ryan Gosling, enough did, said. Did, yeah, but just because you, like, I don't want to be defined by who I marry. No, I know, I know, I get it. But, you know, you'll have to do you. I get it. Wait, hold on. Okay, filmography. Okay. Okay, you you go ahead. Hitch. Oh, dang it. Oh, because that was a great movie. No, it wasn't. Why can't <laughs> the other guys? <laughs> Wait a second. I can't find why. See, this is how you mm-hmm. know you get old because I can't even pull up the. <laughs> I pulled up Wikipedia and not IMDb. <laughs> there you go. So go ahead. Uh, Start from the beginning okay. again. Okay. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Okay. Um, Hitch. Hitch. Uh huh. Okay. Um. Okay. Are you starting from the beginning of? Yeah. Her? The, um, well, I'm starting how known for in the filmography section. Oh, see, I started, I didn't start there. I'm starting. Where are you starting? So Cameron Diaz's first movie. What was? Mask, The Mask. Yeah, that's Cameron Diaz's first movie, 1994. Okay. What was Eva Mendez's first movie? Oh, hold on. Uh, you don't look at the picture. Pull up no, IMDb. No, I am on IMDb. Oh, that looked like it was uh, pictures. It is pictures. Hold on. Uh, Stuck on You, 2003. Never heard out of, of it. Time. Stuck on You? Never heard of it. Oh. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Out of Time, All About Gina, Training Day. Okay, there's Exit one. Wounds. <laughs> Urban. Sounded like a C-list to me. <laughs> but okay, good. Keep going. <laughs> um, My Brother the Pig, The Disciples, VIP, Miami. Mortal Kombat, A okay, Night at the Roxbury, three, Children of the Corn, four. she was in ER. The TV uh, show? Yeah. Hold on. These are all videos. California. Great uh, discovery. Oh, no. Filmography. I am under filmography. No, I said, no, I'm saying it's, she's has a, it's real great. Sounds like an A-list to me. Can we move on? I didn't say she was A-list. No, but I'm, okay, you're right, you're right. You didn't say I'm she, saying Cameron Cam- Diaz is okay, C-list. Okay, so I'm going to go through Cameron Diaz. Okay. Okay? 94, The Mask. Okay, and then I'm just going to read them up going that way. Okay. You tell me if you've heard, say yes or no if you've heard of it, okay? okay? Yeah, but I watch terrible movies, though. Okay, That's so we not want, fair. Okay, big movie or not big movie. Okay, okay, okay. okay. The Mask, The oh. Last Supper, Sp- oh, and shouldn't say big movie, um, oh, not big movie, because there's some movies that people make mm-hmm. that become popular. After. Like, it's like a cult okay. classic. Right, okay. Okay, um, okay The Mask. The Last Supper, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Oh, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. She's the One, Feeling Minnesota, Head Above Water, Keys to Tulsa, My Best Friend's Wedding, 
uh, a life less ordinary, fear and loathing in Las Vegas, there's something about Mary, very bad things, welcome to Hollywood, man, woman, film, being John Malkovich, any given Sunday, which was such a great movie. Yeah. Did you ever see that? The football movie. Yes, yes, I saw that it with you. A, that, really? I mm-hmm. remember seeing that together. Yeah. I knew you then? <laughs> we just met, I guess. <laughs> things you can never tell by looking at her. Charlie's Angel, The Invisible Circus, Shrek. Come on now. Oh, no, listen. I'm just saying. We're comparing to. Okay, so she's a B actress. She makes wow. terrible movies. Vanilla Sky, Slackers, The Sweetest Thing, My Father's House, Minority Report, Gangs of New York, Shrek 4D, all the Shreks, Charlie's Angels, all the Charlie's Angels. Um, In Her Shoes, The Holiday, ugh, a million Shreks. What the fuck? What Happens in Vegas, My Sister's Keeper, The Box, Night and Day, Donkeys, oh, Shrek, because they put the shorts in here. I'm like, why is there, I remember there being so many, <laughs> but yeah, Bad Teacher, What to Expect When You're Expecting, A Liar's Autobiography, In a World, The Counselor, The Other Woman, Sex Tape, Saturday, well, she hasn't made a movie since 2014, and I five still years. Think, but I still think there's what, probably six movies that are pretty good. But the same could be said with Eva Mendes. No, I don't. I knew one of those movies. What was it? Milky Way. What <laughs> <laughs> was the name of the movie? For Eva Mendes. Yeah. Hold on a second. Training Day. Training Day. That's you knew. You saw the other guys. A Place in the Pines. I Ghost never Rider. Saw the Hitch, other guy. I never saw the other guy. Uh, Clear History. Uh, Holy Motors. Listen, my point is. Drunk. Okay. Oh, she was on Drunk History. This is my. This is my point, though. Bad Lieutenant, The Spirit, The Women, Cleaner, We Own the Night. I think that they're both on the same level. I don't think so. I definitely think so. No. Definitely. I, I just don't. But, okay, it's, it's, it, what we're discussing is a matter of opinion. Right. And not okay. facts. Right. Um, but, <laughs> what? The fact is it's my opinion. <laughs> but, so here's the thing, though. Um, you said, was she, is she still relevant? And my point is. You say that she's still relevant. Fact or not, People Magazine is relevant. Okay. No, I'm asking. People Magazine is relevant to some people. Is it relevant to every damn drugstore supermarket in this country? I'm not the point, sure. I don't to the go point in where, the, I don't, can you go in can you go in Walgreens right now, pick up People oh, Magazine? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Can you go in Rite Aid? Can you go in fucking King Cullen? <laughs> I don't no, know I'm if it's at, I don't know if it's at King Cullen. Honestly, I don't know. Bitch. I'm not. I'm done with you, cause you you just. But this is the Kardashians all over again. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Cause you know very. You just. You just. You know what I'm saying. You you know what I'm saying. There's certain parts. But but Eva Mendes when she had her children and they found out about she was in people on I'm people not or in that. people. I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is that Cameron Diaz remains relevant even five six years after she has not made a movie. Okay. She she had some stupid book. Was she she remember the book about um it, what the heck was what that book? book? She had a book. Um, Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. She had well she had a book and uh that didn't do anything because she's not relevant. But but where did she get booked? I this don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Well, my my point is this. Like if you're not relevant, no. You're oh, not longevity. Gonna, yeah. If you're not. What is rele- that about? If you're not relevant, you're not gonna show up on Ellen. You're not gonna show up on Good Morning oh, America. Oh, first of all, I feel like everybody shows up on Ellen. When last time you was on there? 
Uh, I'm last not time I checked, a pseudo celebrity. Not, I'm not a pseudo celebrity. Last time I checked, Ellen ain't checking out our podcast. We have the, the chicks from Yep Yeah Yes because we're not relevant. We're relevant to my mother, the sexual predator, and your brother. Okay, <laughs> that's it. We don't say his name around here no more. But if you're a fan of the show, you know who we're talking about. Anyway, oh my god! Oh my god. I say all that to say. Mm-hmm. All, all I'm saying though, <laughs> to be honest though, all I'm saying to be honest though is mm-hmm. that, um, you 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 started off by saying is she even relevant? Okay, so she's white people famous. I'm. Last time I checked, I was darker than the darkest. I think she's relevant. I'm black. What are you talking about, white people famous? I think she's. What white does that even famous. mean? Why everything gotta be about race? <laughs> Because, because. Well, okay. Whatever. We're talking about two people that are in this. I think they're in the same category: Eva Mendez and Cameron Diaz. And you think that Cameron Diaz is? You're brainwashed. Anyway, one of the other things with social media. Do you see the two columnists that joked about Blue Ivy? <gasps> yeah. It's like. Yep, that's a baby. That's a little girl. Was, like, why are you? That's a little girl. Shut and, the fuck up. Who, who is she supposed to look like? It's her. It's her parents. Who cares? That and that that to me. If is she the didn't look like her father, media. if she didn't look like her father, they'd be dragging her through the mud. Remember how they dragged Harry? Like he don't. Diana. Yes. Had, she got somebody. Yes. She got pregnant by somebody. Like really. Constantly. Yes. They still do that. Yeah. But if you watch, well, I was I'm watching this documentary on Netflix about um, the royal family, and they have a picture of Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. When he was like five, it's like amazing to me because they've been in the public. Like Prince Charles is like seventy something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sixty, seventy, something like know. that. And um, it's like the baby. Like he's been a public figure from the day he was born. Damn. Prince, Prince, the Queen from yeah. the day she was born. Yeah. There's pictures of her. As a baby. Yeah. So it just it just it boggles my mind. But there's a picture of uh, Prince Charles, and I'm like, oh my God, that's Harry. I don't know. It's just yeah. people are just yeah. People are disgusting. But yeah, we're so hateful, especially me apparently. Not me. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you. But <laughs> listen, there's just some people I just don't think they're. I think they're relevant because of certain things. You also don't think Jennifer Lopez is relevant. I didn't say she's not relevant. I think she's she's um. She's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, I do think she's <laughs> irrelevant. You're right. I do think she's irrelevant. Not only do I think she's irrelevant, I think she's like there's too much hype around her. I do think she's an amazing performer and she can dance really well, but I also think that she she delves into certain things that that like really like I don't have her body. No, I know that. And I ain't shaking it like her. No, I know that. But now at 50, you're trying to make a movie named Hustlers. But then if it tanked, you would have blamed it on um, Homegirl. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. And then, you know, she gets she gets called out for saying the N-word, and then she blames it on Ja Rule. And then she does these types of movies, and then she blames these types of people. I just, she ain't doing enough. Anyway, whatever. Uh, what were you going to say? I don't know. Let's move on. Social media sucks. <laughs> Do you want to go on a cleanse? Yeah. A one week, no social media? 
to the next show. No, I can't okay. do it. I ain't even going to try. What about one day? No. I'm good. Oh, how about a time limit? What's the time limit? Two hours. A day? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, two okay. hours. Two hours a day. Pinky. Not when we're sleeping. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. You can put limits on your phone, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think what part of the day I want to do it. Two hours a day for a week. But okay. it has to be during the prime time. That you're, not when you're in school or working or none of that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because it's like that, it's that moment where you're Five home to seven. and you're sitting on your couch. Five to seven? Five to seven. Five to seven. No, no, no. It has to be before you go. Because you know you look at your social media before you go to bed. Yeah. What time do you usually go to bed? Five to seven. <laughs> I know I'm actually in bed pretty early, so I try to be in bed by eight thirty. I don't go to sleep until ten thirty. The minute, okay. How about this? The minute you uh, unwind to get into bed, no social media to check your phone. You just watch TV or whatever. How about that? That way, it's truly you oh. get it all in before you put your. The minute you put your pajamas on to go to bed, no social media. Pajamas on, phone away. Okay? You can do it for a week, Marissa. Give me a damn break. You got kids. Entertain yourself with them. Play Xbox or something. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Deal? Pinky. 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 Oh, Jesus. All right. Homie, where can they catch us in 2020? Because we got 2020 vision. Same crisis. Same place. Same damn everywhere. Uh, all platforms, stream us, ask Alexa, ask Google, your Google Play. If you got a Google Play home this year for Christmas, ask, ask Google. We're on Google. Stitcher. Please play. We're on. The yep, yeah, yes, podcast. We, we, we're everywhere. Er, we're everywhere. Well, I'm excited for 2020, I have to say. I think we're going to be um, lighthearted, hopeful. Maybe one of us will be lighthearted and hopeful. Yeah, I'm looking at you like, know. bitch, I just cried the whole episode. <laughs> you talking about? But that's cleansing. That's good. That's hopeful. You're 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 shedding. I'm going to the beach. Okay. Well. That's where I find my happy place. That's and that's where you yeah, should be. At the beach and a bottle of whiskey. No, I don't. I drink, but not really. I don't drink like that. Yeah. I don't, okay. My vice is gambling. Ah. No vices in 2020. Fuck that. Look, I'd rather be a gambler than a weed head. Smelling and shit. Ugh. Everywhere you go, you stink. With your heavy I'm eyelids. <laughs> yeah, your black lips. Ooh. <laughs> Purple lips, really. And then the fing- the dirty fingernails, always. Oh, right? The you yellowish. Yeah. yeah and the tips look burnt. Mm-hmm. It's like either you're smoking weed or crystal meth. Oh. What's worse? No, crystal no, meth is worse. No, say no to drugs yeah. in 2020. <laughs> Well, homie, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're perfect. All right. Now change. No. <laughs> Thanks. Remember we went to go see that? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that, was. that was. good. All right, homie, I love you. Yeah. Until next week. Mm-hmm. Same bat time. Mm-hmm. Oh, new time, by the way. Oh. Um, show will be up every Saturday. Hey. In 2020. In 2020. Adios, show. Nos vemos. Buen día. Adios. Bye.